I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along Every time we sit down to do these episodes, I have to pee. Like, like right when we start, right when we start recording, we hit the record button every time. I'm like, oh, I have to use the bathroom. I, I think it's like a Pavlovian response at this point. Then, then shouldn't you just be in diapers for the start of every episode? Don't you think that'd solve your problem? Okay, but the problem is, even though I always have to use the bathroom every time we record, I don't, I don't, like, I, I don't, I don't. I don't wet myself, like, while okay. we're, we're recording. I, I know Well, they that's can- something that we can work on, no, though. Hold on, hold on. I know they can't. <laughs> they can't tell. But you can tell. But I can tell. Okay, so what we should do is get you diapers for every episode, and that'll you'll just be the little sister from now on, and that's fine. We'll just move you past that. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll just, we'll just condition you to just wet yourself at the start of every episode instead of just feeling like you have to potty, just... Click record. Oh, you wet yourself. This thing, this seems like one of the these those moments where I pull you over my lap and spank your butt. Your I don't nice think it's crinkly one of those. padded butt right now. I don't think. Yeah, it's... move on. I admit the idea of pressing a record button on a computer and it making you wet yourself is pretty attractive. But um, <laughs> that's because you're a soggy little hypno baby. Okay. No, no, no come, come here. here. Come I here. apologize. I'm come sorry. Here. Come here. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Who's the big sister? You. Hmm? You are. <sighs> you look cute in your unicorns. I just couldn't resist the urge to say soggy little hypno baby. <laughs> It's I a, knew it would be my undoing. It's a good, it's a good title. <laughs> For you, maybe. Oh my no, gosh! I listen, literally, listen. you, you, ten <laughs> seconds ago, Chloe. You, okay, ten I'm sorry. Seconds. I'm sorry. You have to cut me some slack. It's listen. If if the shot is lined up perfectly, the ball's <laughs> coming down the line, and I know hitting it out of the park will be my undoing. It's really hard to not just. To just knock that that joke down out of the park. Okay, so it's it's really difficult. And this analogy, you're like a professional ball I'm, player. I'm Baby Ruth. start this episode i suppose so thanks for your blessing <laughs> uh welcome to the usual bet an 18 and up age play discussion podcast every week we make a bet and the loser is in diapers for the next episode i am the big sister and counter extraordinaire sophie elizabeth and i'm the 
baby sister, Chloe Elizabeth. You sure are. <clears throat> I think that that the people we asked the the betting pool was slightly rigged, only like a little bit, because I think they're just too baby to appreciate Phineas and Ferb. Like they're like machines, inventions. I want blocks. What's an invention? Um, I do like that I won, even though I thought I picked a much less uh, popular show. So Hilda deserves it. Hilda's great. I know. It's so good. I want to rewatch it, like, right now, but... You gotta wait for the movie. I know. I'm gonna watch the whole thing and then just get upset that I can't continue (laughs) it. And there's no announcement, like, date for the movie or anything, or the next season. I know it'll happen, because they said it'll happen, but, like... One day. The suspense. Okay. We have things I want to talk about and stuff. Oh, that we have something I want to talk about. No, we have things we have to... I have topics. Hold on. I want to address something else. Something that happens in our normal everyday life. Oh, no, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) So, last night, we had a friend over, and... I don't want to talk about this. (laughs) She's actually uh, Mark's friend, but, uh, like, we're we're friends with her as well. And um, she doesn't know all about little stuff, because, like, we... We're, we're pretty tight, but, like, we're not, we're not like that, you know? And, like, she's, she's kink aware. Yeah. She has kinks she's engaged with and stuff, like, like, sub-dom play and stuff like that. Yeah. She's not, she's not not aware of kink stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure that, um, <clears throat> she wouldn't care or wouldn't be surprised. Actually, uh, Kimmy mentioned her daddy and, like, her, her <laughs> girlfriend that she calls her daddy and, uh, like, this girl was like, oh, yeah, okay, whatevs, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> But anyway, um, anyway, she was visiting and um, we were hanging out and we were in the car. We were driving to get some fast food and uh, Pudding was driving. And I was really enjoying the atmosphere, the nice car, the food. And I said, gosh, it feels like I'm in the lap of luxury as and, a joke. And Pudding's response to this just... You know what? Hold on, hold on. I'm going to word for word it. You ready? Mm-hmm. Ready? Just like being in your mommy's lap, I, girlfriend's lap. I, I mean, uh, well, I didn't recover that well. <laughs> End quote. She said, "Just like in your mom, a girlfriend, I, I didn't recover that well." <laughs> just, she just. That's what she said out loud. To this, to this vanilla person, she, she, she so instinctively calls my mommy, my mommy. Yeah. That, 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 that she said it in front of a vanilla. It's she, not even that. It's just that our teasing is so prevalent, and we are. We have. We've spent a year inside. Mm-hmm. We've spent a year not oh, that's talking totally to part a lot of, of strangers, and we don't have a lot of company. And this is the like this month is the first time where we're really starting to get back into that, and mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. It's. We are so used to it. We're so used to the teasing, the jokes. It was. It was a disaster. Sheer, just oblivious innocence outing you. But Um, but it was so funny. Um, It was it was great because Kimmy and Desvino were talking in the back, and I have no idea if she heard. But me, 
Mark, Sophie, and Pudding all just kind of didn't say we anything. We just stopped talking. Me and Mark exchanged this knowing glance of, oh, God, oh, God, no. And and it was, we all just burst out laughing, and it was it was ridiculous. She didn't say anything about it, but, like. She wouldn't, though. Yeah, like, I guess you kind of don't say anything in moments like that, but, like. Pudding said it really loud. Oh, so, I know. So you know she heard. I know. And it's like, you gotta wonder, oh, is that like a joke? Oh, is that mommy? Is in like like a, like a cutesy, just kind of like sub-dom thing, you mm-hmm. know? Or is that like, oh, I'm a baby girl and I like to wear diapers all the time. I'm pretty feel- sure she instantly grokked it was the last one based on knowing me as a person. That's actually really fair. She's like, <laughs> finally, all that crinkling makes sense. <laughs> Now I get, oh, those bibs I found. Those must be Chloe's. She didn't just have Jolly Ranchers in her pockets. <laughs> um, so, uh, we don't know where that is. I think we're just going to have to come out and tell her that we're little. And well, I don't know about that one. I mean, I don't really care that much. I trust her and I like her. So, But, real quick, I want to talk about this because I'm curious about the whole, like, getting outed thing this was not malicious i yeah. I, I understand hating like okay so you, you don't want to be outed you it's not someone else's place to out you mm-hmm. i get that but um at the same time like what happens if it's done on accident how 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 do you feel about this since it happened to you um okay so that's an interesting question because it's uh this friend who is kink aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually, one of the first times uh, we met her, she walked Kimmy on a leash at a convention. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, so because it is this person who is so kind of open and kink aware, I actually don't care that much. I'm not panicking or anything. I'm yeah, not high strung. I'm not high anxiety. I'm just like, it might as well have happened. Right. Um, if it was somebody... Okay, I guess there's varying levels here. If it was somebody I'll never see again, I think I would be pretty anxious. If it was a prospective partner, say I wasn't in a relationship, I would be incredibly upset and anxious. If it was a close friend, anxious but, like, more anticipatory. What about, like, family? No, I don't talk to them. And if I did, I wouldn't talk to that one anymore either. <laughs> You'd just be like, sorry, Mom. Sorry. We're just never going to speak again. I do have that a story. That awkward moment was a bit too much. I do okay. have a story on that. Yeah, go ahead. I, I used to have this, my first big, like, Nook 5 whatever pacifier. Yeah. It was Hello Kitty. It was gorgeous. I loved it. When I moved out of my, my like, like family home as a, as a, as a youth, I forgot it. It wasn't in any of my, like, luggage, any of my storage. It did not come with me on that adventure. Since then, they have demolished my room, incorporated it into another room, and definitely removed everything from there. So that thing was found, and it never gets brought up. No one mentions it. It is just, it is just, I'm positive that that was, that was, that it's been found. I lost my first pacifier, I think, at a hotel. Um, my first, like, real adult pacifier was one from, like, Pacifiers R Us or whatever they're called Mm -hmm. now. And, um, this was ages ago, ages ago. And, uh, I I think I was, like, 17. And I was in a hotel room with uh, my girlfriend at the time and some friends. 
And um, there was like baby things that ensued and whatnot. But I wound up leaving it there, I think. Or maybe mm-hmm. it fell down like behind the bed or something. And I tried to like go back and ask if I could look around. And it, it, it was kind of like the next, like not the next day, but like. <laughs> kind of almost a day later. So definitely room service had taken a swing at this room. And they said that someone was in the room and that they couldn't. And if they found anything, they're like, oh, what did you lose? And I'm like, you know, it wasn't that important. Oh, that's so sad. And yeah, it's really sad because I, I, I really, really loved that one. It was like a glow-in-the-dark one and it had like this kind of like uh, shimmery. It was, I, I love that pacifier. But that's so cute. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, okay, I want to talk, touch on um, the the being caught thing. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever really talked about this, or if we did, uh, we can just do it again. Woo! Um, hopefully, everyone else has as bad a memory as we do. Yeah, I have some more things to say on the topic, so I'm 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 all for this topic, even though I did have something to say, but that's fine. Yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, so when I was, when I was younger, I would buy, like, Depends at the store, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I would, or, like, Good Nights, depending on how old I was. But I also had, like, these cutesy, like, frilly baby dresses Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. footy PJs and stuff like that. So it wasn't just, like, I was wearing baby underwear. It was also, I was... It was the whole thing. It was the the whole whole thing. thing. The whole ensemble. And, um, I would have, like, my mom knock on my door, uh, or come into my room. And I, I just had all this stuff on, so I would, I would lay in bed with my blanket up to, like, my (laughs) neck. Up to your neck, like a turtle. Like, I'm, like, like, I'm, I'm obviously hiding something. (laughs) Like, my mom's a a cool lady, so she never asked about it, she never questioned it. I know, like, I have some friends that tell their parents, I, I don't want my parents involved in any way. I can't even process that information. Like, I can't even imagine what that would be like talking Mm-mm. to my parents about. I, that's, it's a big, a big no I for don't me. think they'd care. I don't think it would be a, a thing. Like, they, my parents are as awkward as I am, so they'd probably be like, uh-huh, that's cool, and then never, ever talk about it again. Right. But, um, yeah, no, it was always really awkward because I'm laying there in my blanket up to my neck, just laying there, like, looking up at my mom, like, oh, hey, Hate what it. can I do for you? And she's like, oh, I was going to go shopping. You need any groceries? I'm like, sure don't. I don't need nothing. <laughs> Thanks. Get out of here. And, like, you can tell. You can tell. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hiding something. But, yeah. So, family finding out, that's definitely a nightmare scenario for yeah. me. However, I, I do have something I want to say. Close personal friends, like, close, close finding out. Well, it's really anxiety-inducing and, like, like, uh... Uh, a freak out factor at the time I I think that it can be kind of nice I I don't think I'd ever go out and tell someone on purpose but like having like Mark know or or we have some other close friends I did go out and just tell Mark so (laughs) I can't fully agree with you we've had close friends find out and stuff like that and then like as long as people are cool with everything like sometimes they'll like mention it or tease or something and that's kind of fun like having someone like familiar with that part of you and engage in like a really soft like surface level way it's it's really nice teal's um husband yeah will make these slight offhanded <laughs> comments whenever i like go over there to like 
pick her up or like to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. He'll see me, and we don't we don't have a huge rapport because we don't see each other like ever. And he is the husband of my girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, so we have we have teal in common, but we don't really have a lot. Like we're still in that we're, we're barely friends. Like we we don't know each other, mm-hmm. but. But because he knows that I'm a little, he just has these tiny little <laughs> comments, and I'm like, God damn it! Like, ah! But it's kind of nice, right? It, it is. It's cutesy. It's embarrassing. It also really normalizes the concept of just being little and having it just be like a facet of who I am instead mm-hmm. of like this big thing that's like no one wants to talk about because it's so scandalous. Yeah, it's just exactly. like this normal thing. I uh, We were hanging out with a friend recently, and like they've known for a long while, and I, I mentioned, I was, like, throwing, like, a mini fit over nothing, and I was like, Ugh, yeah, because I'm a child with no patience, because I was going, and they're like, oh, I know. And, I, and I, it was just this moment of, like, damn it. You got me. And it was just, like, a tiny bit blushy, like, 1% blushy, but also, like you said, really normalizing and validating, and that's yeah. really cool. Um... One time when I was, see, well, now we're just getting into the stories of the, like, times we were caught. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, one time I was really young, and this is probably, like, 13, 14 years old, um, I was in a pull-up, and, um, my brother walked in without knocking, and I, I have no idea what he saw. I was very quick to just, like, pull down my shirt and, mm-hmm. like, be like, hey, can you, can you get out of here? But... To date, I swear he knows. So, I, I I think I've shared a couple similar stories on this maybe before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not gonna go to my usual because I'm almost positive that I, I shared my one of my stepbrothers finding a, a baby bottle with milk that I had hidden yes, because I think yeah. you shared that. So I'm gonna share a different one. Okay. A, di- a different stepbrother, funnily enough. So I had just gotten done uh, looting with my partner at the time, and I'm maybe, like, like 16, I want to say, mm-hmm. and it was literally, and I was, like, padded, and I had this cute little, like, soft cookie monster shirt on and everything, Aww. and it was really cute, um, but it was very clearly, like, like, baby-themed, like, it was babyish. Right. I went out to the living room, like, I took off the padding and everything, and just put on, like, I think shorts or whatever. I forgot I had the shirt on because I was in that, that prelude kind of like like head fog, like everything's right, right, right. still fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. And I went out to the living room. I went out to, to get a drink. And my stepbrother's there just looking at me like, what you wearing? And I'm like, uh, I, um. This is my normal and, adult yeah, shirt. And I was like, it's, it's my partner's. Cause I, I was like, oh, that, that'll protect me somehow. That's, I'm like, that's what you want to say. And, I, and then they were like, Oh. And then I was flushing in the face. So he's like, oh, did you just? And then I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. Yup. And, and, just got laid. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that would have been my first time as far as this partner, or this, uh, the stepbrother knew. And they were like, oh, that's, that's rad. Oh, oh, cool. Wow. And then what a it cover was, though. It was so, no, it was, it was worse that's it's my stepbrother. That's so weird. But it man, was... listen, listen. When when you come out wearing some embarrassing clothes, 
and your your brother sees you and not to generalize here but like i think this would go over better with boys oh absolutely but you're just like yeah this is that girl's stuff i was just with <laughs> and man we just got it on <laughs> then he'd be like hell yeah good that, job that is exactly what he was like but it, it took the spotlight away from the baby thing i'm like Chloe had sex, <laughs> and 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 I I'm just there like yeah that's that's better mm-hmm, yep I I did the normal thing of have sex and now I'm having that conversation with my sibling Brad and he was like yeah and I think he high fived me and everything <laughs> and I'm just like oh god oh I need to run I need to run away immediately oh man that's good it, it yeah mm-hmm. I still remember the T-shirt too it was really cute it was uh like, blue and had, like, the outline of, like, a cookie monster and, like, some baby words on it or whatever. It's a good shirt. So, um, on the topic of, like, outing people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, man, I don't know what stories I've told on this podcast. Oh, I don't know either. Um, but when I was in high school, I had this this friend who I told that I was I was little or mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. kind of said like I like like babyish things like pacifiers and stuff but I didn't really get into the whole like diaper blah 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 anyway she wound up getting super jealous that I was like talking to this other girl and then she just stopped talking to me just completely mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't understand like why like mm-hmm. I, I just I, and obviously it was because of the the friend thing and High school and, drama. Like, blah, blah, blah. And because, like, she kind of liked me and because I kind of liked her, but, like, also liked this other girl. But anyway, this girl basically stopped talking to me, like, cold turkey, wouldn't say a word. I'd be like, hey, what's up? And she just wouldn't answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, listen, if you don't want to talk, that's cool. I'll just sit over here. And if you ever want to talk, I'm I'm here. Mm-hmm. And she never did. Anyway, um, I found out, like, two years later literally two years later i think i was in i think i was in 10th grade when that happened Mm -hmm. and then in 12th grade literally like a month or two before graduating i was talking to this one um friend that i had and uh no that wasn't it it was i was at lunch with my friends and this other person came up and made some snide off-handed comment to me Mm -hmm. about like pacifiers and i thought that was super weird and I'm like, oh, yep. okay. Oh, let me preface this with saying that friend that that um, I, I that stopped talking to me just suddenly stopped joining our friendship group. Like suddenly stopped hanging. Yeah, out they, with they're us. they're gone, gone. Yeah, they're just gone. I kind of just assumed it was because of me. Yeah. But anyway, this person comes up to make the snide remark about pacifiers, and I then they leave, and I kind of look at my friends and I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and they're like. You don't want to know. And I'm like, no, I want to know. And my friends tell me, they're like, okay, a few years ago, you know that girl? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, she went around saying that you liked, like, all this baby stuff, like pacifiers mm-hmm. and, and, and bottles and stuff. Peak and I'm nightmare like, scenario. And I'm like, okay. And I'm two months out of graduation. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a senior in high school. You're about to bounce. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm swearing a lot this episode. But... Uh, so, so they're like, yeah, she, she told everyone this. Obviously it's not true. We didn't believe her. We, we basically ostracized her from our friendship group and sent her away because you're a really good person. And that was a horrible thing for her to like go around spreading rumors like that. That's so cute. And I'm like, oh, thanks guys. And, um, they're like, we know it's not true. We, we, 
we we never even thought that about mm-hmm. you. And then I responded with, "Oh no, that's true." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's true. No, no, she was totally right. Yeah, like she was right. She definitely shouldn't have told you, but like, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm I love dressing up like like a little girl. And <laughs> I I have diapers and like I'm just going on this tangent. And oh my god, they're kind of just like befuddled, staring just, at me like, just what? Just doubling, tripling down. You're yeah. like, you know what? I'm just going to go all in. One of my friends who just, I never, I always would, would, like, play pranks on her and, like, like lie to her and, like, trick her. Mm-hmm. Um, she straight up did not believe me. I had to show her a photo on my phone <laughs> of me all dressed up in little girl clothes for her to believe me. Was it worth it? Was it, was, was proving that you weren't lying worth doing that? Um, yeah. I mean, her and I dated for a while after that. <laughs> It, yeah, our relationship was good. We did a lot of little stuff, and it was it was really cute. And um, I think she's kind of like a middle-ish kind mm-hmm, of person, mm-hmm. and she likes the whole aesthetic, but not just, like, the diapery stuff, um, like, on a personal level, and I thought that was really cute. Um, and the other girl, we still talk, so, like, we're, we're all still friends, so uh, I guess, I guess if you have nothing to lose... Uh, be honest about who you are, and it might work out. I don't might know. work out, being the keyword. Hey, that one girl who who told um, told people that I liked baby stuff. Mm-hmm. She is one of like three people in the whole world that I don't like. I I like people to a fault. Like, I know it's uh, it's dangerous. I, I I understand people's perspectives perpetually, and I just I never I never hold anything against people. Mm-hmm. Um, she is one of the people that That's I just I do not like. So as a wild. Maybe maybe throughout the rest of the podcast, we'll learn who the other people are slowly. Like it's like unraveling a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, she did wind up apologizing to me because she slept with my brother. Oh, good. I know, which I think was probably a revenge thing, but I don't know. I don't really care. She can sleep with whoever she wants, but. Um, she, she wound up apologizing to me and was like, Hey, uh, she didn't particularly apologize for the little stuff because mm-hmm. I don't think she knew that I knew, but she did apologize for the other stuff. And like, I'm sorry, I stopped talking to you. And that was a really shitty thing for me to do. And I'm like, yeah, it was, it's cool. But like, I still don't like her even though she apologized. That's huge. So, I know. I know. She <sighs> will apologize to me and I'm like, Oh, all is forgiven. I, I'm, you're, you're good now. All that stuff you did, no worries. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, okay, before we move on, I want to say, if you have any rad being caught stories that are that are funny and not tragic, feel free to send them to our, our email at the, the mailbox. Usual, no, the usual mailbox. Oh, at, yeah. At gmail.com. <laughs> um, okay, I have something I want to talk about. Cause wait, I, I have another story. I've been trying to get to this thing that I want to talk about. I know. About. I have one more story. So when I was in Australia, mm-hmm. and Pudding and I um, were living together, and Pudding's from Australia, so, like, that's, like, how, w- like, we met, and then we moved to Australia together. Um, but I got to meet Pudding's family. Mm-hmm, and um, I'm sure the story's been told. But I, who knows? Uh, it's the usual bit has been going on so long. I no longer know. It's like it's like being in a relationship for for a long time. And you start repeating the yeah. stories to them, and they're like, "Yeah, I know this, Sophie. <laughs> I yeah, you've told me this like nine times in the past two weeks." And I'm like, 
Not a lot happens in my life. I have to reiterate the same content, please. Fortunately, our our listeners are like are like hostages instead of like a partner. Whereas <laughs> a partner can leave, our listeners have no choice but to listen. <laughs> it's part of the whole the whole spell cast on them just by listening to the to the podcast. Right. Someone has put them all in a room and is playing this over the overhead speakers. It's like that episode of Black Mirror where like you can't not listen to the advertisements. This is what plays in place of that. You can't not listen to us tell you the same story over and over. <laughs> but when I was in Australia, um, Pudding's mom came over. And I, this was probably in, in some of my deepest depression of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, one, because I missed my family a lot and I missed my friends because I was on the other side of the world. Two, I just didn't go anywhere or do anything because I was, I was very socially anxious. Um, but three, because I have depression. And um, that's something I don't think I talk enough about, but I I do have my own little slew of of mental health concerns. That's a mood. (laughs) That I've grown to really acclimatize to and work with. Um, I have a therapist and I have medication that really helps me uh, operate like Mm -hmm, a, mm -hmm. a, in a way that I am happy and feel like good and stable but um back then i was not so i would spend whole days in bed like i just i couldn't even find the motivation to get up so one time pudding's mom came over and like cleaned the house for us because Mm -hmm. um i was i was in bed but i was in a different we, we had two bedrooms kind of but um like a lot of the time we would we would just sleep together anyway but um i i did have my own like side room Mm-hmm. So I was in that room and just sleeping. And she was cleaning the house. She cleans the kitchen. She cleaned the living room. She cleaned the upstairs bedroom. Um, I don't know any of this, but Pudding told me from her perspective. And uh, so her mom comes down mm-hmm. and she goes up to Pudding and she's like, so uh, found this found this nappy under your bed. <laughs> and Pudding's like, yeah... That's Sophie's. <laughs> not Which, even, come on, throw me under the bus like that? Not even a second hesitation. Just, yeah, that's not mine. Listen, okay, to be fair, to be fair, if my mom finds a diaper mm-hmm, in my bedroom mm-hmm. and, pushing comes, that. and comes to me, I will say, oh, that's Chloe's or oh, that's Pudding's in a heartbeat. Hey, if it is my parent's. <laughs> I will I will out you guys so fast. That's that's what I did with my stepbrother in the Cookie Monster shirt. I didn't even think of the implications of having my partner having the baby shirt. I'm just like, yeah, that's theirs. It's not mine. When don't, it comes to don't you, think about when that. When it comes to your own family, I think that you have just a, a bit of uh, leeway mm-hmm. in in putting this problem on someone else. You know what it is? It's when in danger, humans have a fight or flight response, <laughs> and when it comes to family, the response is always flight. Run, run, run. Avoid your problems. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, uh, Pudding's mom is like, oh, yeah, okay, they're Sophie's. That makes sense. <laughs> and, like, come on. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm kind of baby, but, like, come on. Um, you're so baby that your, your mommy figured it out in, like, a month. They're like, oh, are you baby? Everyone, it's like everyone just looks at you and can just see that you're a toddler. I was telling my mommy about the story yesterday with mm-hmm. with putting kind of outing you a little bit, and um, she was like, "What do you mean you have friends that don't know you at all?" <laughs> She's like, "What do you mean? How do they not know? Have you seen you?" And I'm like, "What? <laughs> have you seen you?" 
Um, she's like, I guess just because I got it so instantly, I just assumed everyone knew, but like, I guess it makes sense that some people don't. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so after that, um, Pudding's mom knew that I I was a little. Mm-hmm. And um, Pudding explained it a little other than just like, yeah, she wears diapers. And, and to to give a bit of, of backstory here on why this is as chill as it is, Pudding's mom has has is no stranger to the kink scene and, and has had a lot of life experience in regards to that. She she is not uh, a nuclear family, not exposed to the world, sheltered like yep. parent. She she's she's worldly. Yes. <laughs> she's also extremely chill about things mm-hmm, in general. Mm-hmm. So like she's very um she's she's really just like cool about everything. Okay. So um, that's that's a bit of a bit of uh, backstory. Yeah. Anytime we would go somewhere, she would pick out like these cute dresses Aww. or like little cutesy t-shirts or like cartoon like Hello Kitty pencils for me and stuff, and it was really cute. So I, I want to touch on that really quick. I know we're struggling to get through this story. Oh yeah. But it's it's such a juicy story. So your parent engaging mm. with you mm-hmm. in in little stuff that's a big no. Oh, Someone else's sure. parent. <laughs> yeah, I'm. It's still a little weird, but I don't really care so much. I think it's because I have that kind of one degree of separation mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, like, if I could make the choice to never speak to Pudding's mom again. I actually even now don't talk to her all that much. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. usually, like, a few times a year on a phone you're, call. You're not trapped like you she are with visited a... visited once. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trapped in that familial social convention. And... Um, I know that there are a lot of people out there who feel this way and feel like they can't escape their family. And I would, I would, I would caution against this idea that, that your family is a permanent fixture because you, you do have the right to, to, uh, dip, to dodge, to remove yourself from that situation if it's particularly damaging to you. But I, like most people also, am a slave to social anxiety and just fitting the bill of what a good daughter is, and I, I, I don't think if I ever wanted to, I could stop talking to my parents. Um, they would find a way to engage with me, and I'm terrible at saying no to people. But anyway, um, yeah, one degree of separation really helps. But interestingly, because uh, Australian pull-ups are so much better than American pull-ups, they're just they're just god tier. They have like a Tina brand that's uh, it's different than our Tina brand, and it. They're just so good. They're so cute, and they fit so well. Um, she would send uh, care packages to putting of like food from home and stuff, but she mm-hmm. would send a package of pull-ups to me. That's and I. That's so complicated, but also really cute. It was. It's really embarrassing. She doesn't do it anymore. She only did it a few times. Um, I don't even think they make those pull-ups anymore. That's probably why she doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, but um, I. It was. It was awkward and weird and uncomfortable, but at the same time, hey, those are really good pulls. So like, <laughs> so you it's kind like of, you can't you can't like turn I, your nose yeah, up at it. I can't say no. I can't be like stop doing this because like, like well, no, I man, want they're really good pull-ups. So. Hey, they're they're impossible to get in the U.S. I yeah. I've looked at it. I've tried to buy them from Australia. Not possible. Yeah. Okay, so I've been I've been mulling around in my head for a similar story because it's it's becoming increasingly clear that we're never getting to my topic, that you have successfully derailed this episode, and 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 it's it's just gone. This episode has been has been removed so far from the tracks we would have to build new tracks to get back to the episode. 
Yeah, I'm glad you're beginning to accept that. <laughs> accept is a strong word, but but I am I am coping with this, and I have come up with a, a story that I remembered, actually very similar to your story about mm-hmm. the person who outed you, the the former partner, friend, crush person, high right. school stuff. Sure. So, I had a former partner out me, and it went very positively. Which is why I, I don't usually think of it in the same terms, like oh that darn person, because because I'm I it, it it went really well, right? But I broke up with somebody mm-hmm. and it really sucked and it was a whole big deal and blah blah like teenage heartache blah 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 sad high school drama, right? Um, and I was talking to their friend who was also my close friend. I, we had a tight friend group and I'm a serial dater and I dated all my friends because that's me. Um, because you're sexy. <laughs> um, People are like, oh, man, I want to date Chloe. I don't even care that she dated 45 of my friends. <laughs> oh, I know she'll dump me in a week, but it'll be the best week of my I, life. Hey, I have only dumped one person get in before. That. I'm going to get in her crinkly pants. Oh, no, I've dumped two Glorious. people. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I was I was trying so hard not to acknowledge what you were saying. <laughs> um, I was talking to this friend about the breakup. And I was alluding to some things, like uh, stuff that I had with this person that I could never have with anybody else, and no one would accept me, and blah, blah, blah. And it was little stuff. Right. And they alluded to knowing what I was talking about. And I'm like, hmm. what, uh, what the fuck? No, I can't say it. What the heck is going on here? And uh, I, I pressed and pressed, and it turns out my most recent partner, who we had broken up, had vented their feelings to this this third party friend mm. and told her all about it mm. which Always is my risk. is is a night my nightmare it's horrible i was so anxious and so upset i think i was crying i was talking to them and they were into it interesting right interesting they, they were they were how like, long did it take you to date this person oh maybe like month month <laughs> month and a half but anyway <laughs> moving forward they they were they were into it and that's into it they were supportive and sweet and talking about oh well you know it's it's, it's okay and they were just venting to me because they were you know hurting like you are now and and i want to be here for both of you and also you know i i think it's i think it's you know really cute and i really like the idea of like you know we could like maybe i don't know i could i could tease you about that stuff and like like we could like talk about it some more and i'm like go on <laughs> and and for for about a month and a half over over the course of a summer they they secretly babied me we weren't dating we had no we had not established a dating relationship but they would they would send me cutesy texts or tease me or or buy me literally things because i i purged really hard after the end of the last relationship right and and they would dote on me and i'd come over and they would say cute like caregivery things into my ear and stuff wow. like that um and eventually of course these these very powerful little feelings turned into a relationship which is not a good basis for a relationship uh and we dated and it was really nice until it really really wasn't and that was it was a different disaster but but i i it was huh. a really really cool summer to have <laughs> to have uh this person who i wasn't dating uh, dote on me because they knew we had like a secret together and it wasn't like that's cute yeah and it's it wasn't like in a relationship where you tell your partner and then you guys have a secret together it was right. friends having a secret 
It, it was, you know what, it'd make, it'd make for good fiction. We need, like, adult school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just miss high school. No, it's, I don't miss high school, and I don't really want college because it's too academic focused, but we need a place where, like, adults basically have to go so the socially anxious are required by law. And it's just for, like, three, four hours a day or something, maybe, like, three days a week. And you have to go, and you have to socialize. And it's just, like, maybe, maybe, like, you can, it's like a, like a... Like a daycare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> I just... <laughs> you just made daycare, Sophie. You've, you've taken the concept of daycare. I'm saying that adults don't get to, like mingle like you you at school you had so many friends because you were forced into social situations true, true. with them in college even a little bit you still have that that camaraderie of classes mm-hmm. even if it's not quite so prevalent the way that it is in, in high school and i i we the adults need a place to meet and hey. mingle and chill and hang out and like and make friends. I, I actually, like, joking aside, super agree with you. Um, like, this is what country clubs are for, but we need a poor person's version. The daycare. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, I, I really do agree with you. I feel like there, the, the, there's something about the, the fact that you're all here under the same banner and you don't have a choice about it. Yeah. That, that makes people bond. And, and it's so easy to make friends and have like, like cute moments like that in like high school and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know what? I actually think that's why conventions are so rad. Cause like you can go to a convention and that's everyone's true. Mm-hmm, it's, it's opt in, but everyone's here for the same purpose. And it's so easy to make convention friends. Like con we friends. We do make a lot of convention friends. Because you met your mommy at a convention. I did. Because it's so easy to, and even if it's not like a baby convention, but like a, a, a nerdy convention or a, some other convention, it's everyone's here under the same banner. You instantly know that everyone is united on this front. And it's so easy to make friends. And you'll see them multiple times over the course of the days. And uh, they're, it's really cool. We need, like, a convention that happens, like, once a week for, like, five hours or something that people have to go to. That's what we need. Daycare. Still daycare. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I think that's what... I know a lot of people think, like, work would fit this, like... It doesn't. This thing, but, like, at work you want to... You're not wearing your you hat. You're wearing a professional work ethic hat. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're not, you're not the you that you want to, to be outside of work or the person that you think that you truly are. You are, you are, you, you, you're, you're different. And when you start mingling with work friends and if you start getting really personal with work friends, suddenly those two worlds kind of collide and it feels awkward. Mm-hmm. And then especially if you have a falling out with that person, then work is awkward. Mm-hmm. And that's such a big deal. So it's, it's not the same thing. A job a social job is not the same thing as like this this daycare con idea that we're having. It, it sure isn't, and um, I actually think uh, that th- this is another reason like little munches are so good because it's like a some depends on your area, but it can be like a once a week thing for a couple hours where a bunch of people just meet up and chill and everything in in a a non a non like like restrictive environment. Yeah. We still need daycare, though. See, we have so many great ideas, and I feel like, I feel like maybe the world should get on our level. Clearly, we are 
if this is going to be a Bill and Ted situation, this podcast in which in which our podcast goes on in the future <gasps> to be the template for oh society. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Oh, you're <laughs> so right. I didn't even think about mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to go to the future and we're going to see the world that we created with this podcast and everyone's going to be so much happier. Ah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's a good idea. Everyone in the future is going to say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to just be like a casual, like, acknowledgement of, like, understanding. It's like someone else is talking and you go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just to, like, you know, work work through that. And you're just like, yeah, well, I'm listening and interested. And, you know, I want to I wanna share that expression without interrupting you in a verbal way. So, yeah, that, that's, that's, part, of, that's part of our... Our culture that we're gonna it'll, create. It'll, uh, the, it'll be we'll they'll have like we'll have an anthology about about all of our episodes and everything, and it'll be, be indexed and you mm-hmm. can search it by like keyword. Of course, it'll be called Sophie and Chloe's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking more Bill and Ted puns. Okay, that's a good sign that we should end the episode. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you everybody for listening. This has been the Usual Vet. Well, we don't have a bet yet. No. See, that's this fine. Is... I already have one. No, on no, 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 I have one. No, no. I, I, no, I thought it no. in my brain. This is what happens when you derail an entire episode. But I thought of one. I'm making up for my misdeeds. We had topics. Uh, I'm a twenty for had... my sins, Chloe. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, which would you rather happen? Where would you rather be outed? Would you rather be outed to your family? Oh. Or would you rather be outed to your work? Oh. Okay. Do you do you have do you have something in mind? I, I I have something in mind. Yeah, I see pros and cons for both, but I think I have one I'd prefer. Okay, do you want me to go or you to go? Um Well, have... it's tradition for you to go first. Okay, so. cool. I got it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um I think I would prefer work. Okay, and, I'd actually prefer family. So that okay, works. that that's a good that's a good schism there. I prefer work only because only because I've read enough baby smut in which the main protag becomes the office baby or the workplace baby. Got it. That I can only pray that would happen to me. I can see no good no good coming out of even a smidgen of good coming out of being outed to my family. But what about all those baby fix where now you're red flag? You're, you're ba- your mommy's baby again, and you get you've been taken you've care been voted off your, the island. Your little siblings become your older siblings. You've been voted away. Great and smut, horrible, horrible <laughs> to imagine it as my family. If I if I have that fantasy, that role play, there's these. It's this amorphous family that doesn't really exist. <laughs> but even connecting a single real family member to that makes it a burning dumpster fire. So I'm gonna stick with. There's at least a percentage chance that I become office baby. So that makes workplace good. Office baby has my vote for president. Okay, you also have on your side the advantage of families generally are kind of permanent, but mm-hmm. work is... I can just, I can just split. You can just quit, right. Um, Assuming if, you're not in a field with a lot of networking. Right. Um, <laughs> you, you can just kind of like bail on that job and it doesn't have to be a big deal. You can move states, you mm-hmm. can move countries if like that means that much to you, I don't know. Um, I personally would vote i'd rather be outed to my family crazy continue let me explain one obviously i want to be babied by my parents again no i'm kidding that's absolutely 100 <laughs> i was not over true. here like 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 math lady like i don't 
I don't think that's a... I don't like that. No, it's not true at all. Um, no, honestly, I just think my parents wouldn't care. That's I think true. that I think that if anything, it'd be like, oh, okay, and then it would never get brought up again. Or if it mm-hmm. did, it would be like really passive. Like, so how's that diaper thing? Be like, no, I okay. still I still do that. Like, yeah. it's it's just the thing I do. Stress relief, mental health, blah blah <laughs> blah, and. Thanks, don't need you involved I, with my personal life that I'm also much. pretty confident in saying two of your siblings would never mention it again, and one might tease you. Yeah, that's probably fair. Do, do you know the one I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> um, but uh, when it comes to work, there's two reasons here I don't want to. Okay. One, I am in a field with networking. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I I am a therapist, and I feel like oh, that, yeah, that's, could, that's, that could, never that could work. be a really big problem. I think that generally speaking it wouldn't be, but it might ruin a lot of prospects of getting hired, and it might mess with client relationships. Yeah. Um, but then again, I could be, like, the little therapist, and that's pretty cool. You got, like, a Doogie Hauser thing going on over here. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it'd be kind of cool to see, like, clients in the ABDL community and really kind of help with a lot of the, um, the things surrounding that, like, guilt and shame and, like, uh, maybe helping partners understand. I think couples therapy would be really good. I think that maybe having, I mean, they're a kink-friendly therapist, and I think, I think probably a lot of therapists that say they're kink-friendly might already know a lot about abdl stuff and could help but they don't outright say it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think it's because it really kind of paints you in that light um but more importantly to me and this is this is kind of the bigger one i have a professional persona and i like that professional persona i like being this very very competent very good therapist and i like being someone who who can be um like fit that role not only for my clients but also for my coworkers. I want to be reliable. I want to be seen as this this very mature, very sophisticated person, and I am that person when I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I, the the fact that I would have to endure them seeing me as this little girl some of the time, even in their own heads, is. I really hate that idea. That's that's fair. Our our big girl personas, our big girl lives are important and valid yes, as well. Exactly. Multifaceted. Um Okay. I I'll take the bet either way, even though I agreed with a lot of what you said. Office baby. Uh not uh house fam fam she ba- can't baby even fam. Talk yet. Baby fam. <laughs> Okay, usual vet. Usual vet. Now I'm ending the episode, and you will pay for your sins of derailing an entire episode. I already did. I came up with a bet all uh-huh, on my own. You, we'll see. Hey, you watch it, little diaper girl. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us this week on the usual vet, where we do things and are successful most of the time. Not this week, but most <laughs> of the time. I wonder whose fault that is. <laughs> um, if you want to support us, uh for all the things we do and get exclusive mini episodes we've done three so far and uh, in my opinion they are glorious probably better than our actual show i can attest that they are (laughs) we don't ramble the whole time um but you can find all that by joining us and supporting us at patreon.com slash sophie and pudding where else subscribe star dot adult slash sophie and pudding man that one's a lot harder to say fast no you'll get it i'll get there if you want to follow us on Twitter, that's at the usual bet. Or if you want to follow us as individual people, that's at the usual Sophie and at the usual Chloe. 
thank you, Mimi, for up their theme song. Thank you, Juice, for our wonderful cover art. You can find him at Juice. Nope. Hold on. Wait. No. Patreon.com slash juiceboxart. <laughs> and you failed. Stop oh, it. You were, you were so looking close. at me. You were pressuring me. Um, and shame on us for doing this episode while Kimmy's working. Uh, you can find Kimmy at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. Yay, that's an episode. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm leaving on that note. Bye.